0: God family nation.
1: Right, being what we call an expat, right? Uh and brother I'm gonna start with I'm I wanna start with Brother Corey um on this one because he said something that I think is, is uh a good starting place. We talk about the power of a of a passport. And we're talking about right now because I've been living abroad for a while and every year the passport loses power but right now it still has a lot of juice and then it, depending on what, what country you go to it may have more juice than it does in another country so but that's a good place to start you know dealing with the power of the passport and then we and, and ultimately the pros and the cons from your experience brother core uh, of living abroad of being
2: an expat so uh speaking on the whole topic of the passport going into the pros and cons, I want to say the passport is kind of like a currency. So depending on how strong your country's currency is, it kind of goes hand in hand with your ability to go to to certain countries. So right now, before I say what I was about to say, I had a conversation with an Iranian a few years ago. And this particular Iranian, they were telling me that years ago, Iranians used to have some of the strongest... Uh, probably had one of the strongest passports in the world. And they used to be able to travel to all these different countries and go to all these different places. But right now, Iran has one of the weakest passports in the world. They don't have access to the Western world like we have access to the Eastern world, if you get what I'm saying. They are in many ways looked at as outcasts, terrorists, etc based on what's going on right now and all the sanctions that are being put on them. So they get a hard time traveling to the Western world. But right now, the Americans, you have a a passport that will allow you access to several countries across the world, including a whole continent as of this particular moment, that will allow you to travel freely across the borders for 90 days without having to leave, i.e. Europe. And then you have access to other countries across the world and in and, and Africa, Middle East, Asia, where you go and you're respected. Many places you're going to go and these are the people, these people will primarily choose to do business with you because Americans and people from England and Europe and places like that are, are viewed as people with money. So right now, while your passport has value, you need to use it. And the reason I say while it has value, because if, if if it's not necessarily if, but when a world war begins, when the next one begins, which if you want to be real is already began, it's just not in its full blown stages, but it's already there. We're just one, you know, false flag or one missile strike away from being in a full blown world war again. So while, we're in that. Uh, while we're in this particular stage, you want to utilize your passport because once a world war begins, traveling is already going to be diminished. Your ability to travel is going to be limited, and then on top of that, America has created a lot of enemies. So the same way Iran is viewed as the enemy of the Western world right now, what what do you think will happen in the long run if the tables turn and then Americans are looked at as the enemy of the world? Americans are going to have a hard time getting into other countries, just as the Iranians presently have a difficulty getting into Western countries. So while your passport has value, you want to use it, go to somewhere where you want to be, or travel to countries that will allow you to get your feet wet, to view the world, get a perspective of what you like, gain different experiences, and then ultimately choose a place where you would like to Uh, establish your life now in terms of the pros and cons of being an expat some of the pros I'll start with the pros is the fact that you will finally get to experience uh, what freedom is in America you don't really get that I mean with us we have to walk down the street looking over our shoulders every couple of seconds we have to look out for uh, police officers pulling up on us we have to look out for you know situations where you might walk up into a crime happening and you either going to do something about it or pull out your phone or run the opposite directions. Uh, You don't have to worry about living from paycheck to paycheck depending on where you go. There are plenty of places where you can go and lead a comfortable life to where you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. You can finally take care of your family and feed yourself and not have to worry about what's going to happen next month, whether or not you're going to have money to pay the rent and things like that. Now, that's not every country, but there are many countries in which you can go and have that kind of life. Also, getting to experience another culture, learn another language, get to build relationships with people on the other side of the world, that's a blessing that is taken for granted in a lot of ways, because back in the day, people didn't get to travel for leisure people had to travel on boats and I'm speaking of before airplanes, people had to travel on boats and you weren't guaranteed to make it to the other side. But nowadays the trips that might've taken people 150 days in the past, they take five or six hours now. So you could travel to plenty of countries across the world, see things that people never got to see and, and enjoy life, build relationships with people, start businesses, all kinds of things. So, These are some of the pros. Now, some of the cons is the fact, one of the things that Brother Rob mentioned, too much freedom. Some of us don't know how to handle freedom. You get to somewhere, you have all this time on your hands, you don't have to, you know, hustle and bustle nine hours out of the day, you might start to get into mischief. So that's something. Some countries, depending on where you go, the laws will be more lax. So you might get into doing things that you shouldn't be doing or things that you weren't doing in the States because they were illegal. So that's another thing. Another thing is, you know, you're going to be away from a lot of the things that you're used to depending on where you go. Some places may not have everything that you're used to having and that could be a con. You're going to be away from family members and friends depending on who you are and whether or not they choose to leave with you. And then on top of that, Another con is adjusting to the life on the other side of the world. Believe it or not, we have been spoiled and pacified in a lot of ways. We live in a society that is what we would consider the microwave society. We get everything quick and fast the way we want it. We're going to the other side of the world, depending on where you go, not every country, you're not going to have that benefit. You're going to have to get it from the mud, if you will. If you want to have lasagna for dinner, you might not be able to go to an Italian restaurant that's five minutes up the street. You might have to go to the store and get everything that you need to make that lasagna, make it from scratch. You know what I'm saying? Just to give a, an analogy or a comparison, if you will, of what I'm trying to say. But these are some of the cons, I would say. But me personally, I say... All of the pros, if I could think of them off the rip right now, they definitely outweigh the cons. That's what I would say.
1: Okay, all right. Um, you know, Deacon Longwind Jr. I, I, I was I wasn't sure you were done so soon. Um, <laughs> <but> no, <laughs> um, absolutely right. So a lot of pros, a lot of cons. Things considered, I know you going first, you didn't have a lot of time to think about all the pros and cons, um, but I think just coming off the top of the head, these are the ones that are most prevalent, right, that you can think of. So pros and cons, everybody just has a little more time to think about pros and cons. We'll slide over to, okay, all right, uh, we got a couple of people that just joined us here. Brother Brother Ayan is back. He had dropped out for a second, and we got Brother Azan. So I'm going to go over to Brother Azan. Brother Azan, can you, based on your experience living abroad, being an expat, um, you lived out of, outside of America uh, before uh, for some time. What would you list off as pros and cons of being an expat, living outside of America? You know, because you, I, I don't know if you were listening, but kind of backtracking on what we talked about we looked at what's going on in america right now with brown people and people that's been disenfranchised and just the climate of america in general and we said well what are the, some of the solutions what is a possible solution to this situation so we mentioned different solutions but one thing that was a common denominator between all of us we all said you know what leaving is a, is a, is a solution that's one that we all uh unanimously decided on it wasn't the only solution but it was one of the ones we all agreed on um so then we looked at well if you leave where do you go so we talked about that now we're saying okay what are some of the pros and cons because a lot of most of our people don't leave their region some don't leave their state some don't leave their city and some don't even leave their neighborhood so people have no idea you know we talk about passports i'm gonna say this real quick i had a close friend of mine Didn't understand doesn't understand how simple the process is to get a passport. I didn't before I got one I thought it was some grand process that you had to go through a procedure you had to go through to get a passport You go to the post office any post office And you tell them you want to you want to apply for a passport. They're going to give you a form It's like a out a driver's license form you put your information on there. It's going to cost 120 150 dollars and they, they send it off and in six weeks you get your passport. If you need it sooner than that, you can pay like $200 or 200 some odd dollars and they'll expedite it and you'll get it like in one week or two weeks. I mean, and it's literally that simple. Now, now in the future, I don't know how, if it's gonna be more to it than that, but you know, it's last, lastly I seen, the last I seen it, it was that simple. So brother Azan, um, are you joining us at all? You, can you come on and talk about pros and cons based on your experience? Yeah, I can uh, piggyback off of uh Oh, whoa, or... whoa, Wait, wait, your audio, you got earphones or you got on speaker or something? Uh I don't
3: have any earphones on me. Me You sound,
1: a... You sound like you on a come o yeah. Hey you, you talking you talking beef for real. <laughs> uh <but
4: it's> on. <laughs> Let me let, let
1: somebody go and let me go find yeah. the All right, bet, bet. i I'll come back to you. All right. So um we're gonna slide over to let's see who has, Brother Palau. We haven't heard from Brother Palau in a minute. Brother Palau, you um I don't I don't think you lived abroad. Maybe you have, but I know you definitely traveled and you've stayed in other countries over extended periods of time. What are your in your experience pros and cons of living Outside of America, being an expat, I mean, it's
0: it's, it's some some good information, man. Um, but I definitely want to address something real quick. Um, depending on like we're talking about that, like to leave and stuff like that. Um, everybody is not going to be able to leave. We just got to be frankly clear with that. Everybody is not going to be able to leave. You know, what I said because a lot of because of America, then point it. it we, we we hold to, to, so much dear to, to America, like we like our people. We're too attached to this place, you know. So a lot of people is not gonna be able to leave. Um, just like Corey was saying about, about the passports, go somewhere where where your passport is needed and where it has value at, like where it very much can be needed at, and it's a lot of places it can be needed at. Just do your research. Please people do your research. The research is out there. Just look up. Just look these things up. Dealing with the um, the, the pros and cons is one of the pros is like, I'm gonna start with the pros. Matter of fact, I'm gonna start with the cons. I'm gonna start with them start with the cons. The cons is like, okay, you can you 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 being far away from your family. That that would be a con. Um, but over a period of time you will start to adjust to that situation um language barrier um that's a big thing wherever you go it can be a a language barrier especially if you in a country where English is not the the official language there um a language barrier could could be a a problem there um but like I said over a period of time it, it you will get over that hump um not eating certain 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 food that you used to get, but that can actually be a pro too. It could be a pro and it could be a con depending on your preference, depending on you. you know so though just a little bit, even when we break down the pros and the cons, it's gonna be more pros and cons. i'm I'm gonna jump over to the pro side. Financial freedom, my people, we, we not really understand you have so much financial freedom the America is the most powerful dollar in the world outside of the European dollar. America is the most powerful dollar. And you will have so much financial freedom that we don't realize outside of the outside of the states. Um oppression. We oppression freedom. (laughs) We won't have to deal with certain things from our oppressor. You know what I mean? Like and that is that is important. You know what I'm saying? To to that's why when Corey said if if if, if you European, if or if you pink, you know what I'm saying? How we like to say if you you pink or you European, go to a place where a lot of pink and Europeans people at. Or if you black, go to a place where there's a lot of black faces at. Where you can blend in. You won't have to deal with that oppression that 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 comes with being in America. Whether you white or black, because white people get oppressed too. You know what I'm saying? But definitely for our black people, for, for our brown people be somewhere where 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 you can have oh you free from oppression um business opportunities man that that dollar that dollar can give you great business opportunities you know and right you can speak a lot about that because you know, I, I know you didn't started your own you had your own school and and all that started bro Not i said, when i had seen you and i when i um went, went out the states to visit you and stuff like that to visit your own car. you on court and you you can you can like so much financial freedom that you can actually start your own business out there, you know, and that's very, very important. And just the an experience to, to 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 travel. I just want to read this one scripture. This is um, this is Ecclesiast- Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter thirty-four, verse. I'm sorry, at verse nine. A man that have traveled knoweth many things. And he that have much experience will declare wisdom. He that have no experience knoweth little. But he that have traveled is full of prudence. When I had when I travel, I saw many things, and I understand more than I can express. So it's like even at, we can talk about these things, but we know more than we can even express to the people For forever. They're gonna have to get out off their butts. Do they research and travel, you know? And it's very, very important that they 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 do that, that they travel and, and, and find out what place you wanna migrate to or, or just relocate to. Because America is, is not the place to be, brothers and sisters, is is not like like the brothers are saying, destruction gonna come, regardless if you believe it or not, regardless if you think the most high word would not come to effect or not, it's still gonna happen, regardless. If if, if you believe it or not. <laughs> you know what i mean so i even outside of that looking on, on a political scale and just on a on, on a, a a physical worldly scale why why you want to be in, in, in a certain situation in, in a place like that that's killing brothers like george and you might be the next brother or the next sister mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's just all i got to say bro because it is man I'm, Cause Corey, Corey, one of my traveling buddies, man, and and man, like I, I love to travel, and my eyes have been open to a lot of things, and I know that when I make my move, that it's gonna be one of the best decisions that I ever made in my life. I'm I'm, I'm going with that one. Hey, but bro, hey, brother, hey, that, hey.
5: Hit you on know, some key points there. I hit you on know, some key points, but I, but you know I I wanted to uh, hit on something, man. You know you know one of the things that and, and you know and it's not to correct you, but you know we talk about the the U.S. dollar and how far it goes, but and, and we have this misconception about the U.S. dollar being the most powerful. And it, to be honest, it wasn't until I got overseas, living in the Middle East, that I realized that the U.S. dollar really is not the most powerful. You got not. Eight other currencies that's way more powerful than the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar, the only reason it goes so far is because it's the world's reserve currency. You know, America bullied their way into making it that. But um, touching on, you know, the pros and cons um, of leaving, um, man, one of the pros is, man, is that from just from my experience is that, you know, you know, you find better, better. Uh, medical treatment, you know, that's one, you know, because over here in America, they'll pump you full of drugs, you know, but, you know, when you get overseas and, and you go to certain hospitals, they'll be like, oh, man, we can treat that with this, you know, and, and, and it's, it's something so simple, um, you know, you know, a lot of times, you know, you, you're surrounded by people that look like you, so you don't stand out, you know, you're not, you're, 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 you don't stand out as much. Uh, that's another pro that I found. Um, you know, being able to reinvent yourself and, and, and to think outside the box and create your own business is another is an opportunities that you'll find that you have more outside of the United States, you know, because people are willing to work with you and, and, and to see what you know and, and to build up their country and to build up their businesses, you know, and they're they're, they're going to, they're willing to partner up with you. Um. You know, and I think a lot of the cons is, you know, we, you know, language barrier and some of the things that, you know, we've all shared, you know, from foods, but, but those are things that you, you, you can get over. I think there's really a lot more pros than cons when you, when you finally step outside, you know, because you, you get to learn another language, you get to um, experience another culture, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, there's a scripture that comes to mind. I, I don't, I don't have it off the top of my head right now. But it says you know uh, you know well you know the, the more you travel you become more wiser you know a wise man travels you know so the more you travel you, you gain more wisdom and knowledge of of, of the world you know um, and, and to me, it's a mis but, but a benefit and, and you look that's one thing a lot of these other nations have gained that we we, we don't have they travel they go to other countries they learn different languages you know. And and they're able to go ahead and conduct different businesses with other nations because they've got that experience. We're sitting here, we don't travel. We, you know, like you said, we. I, I met people that never even left left the state of Georgia. <laughs> you know, let them know. Talk about traveling. You know, so
1: so. Well, what what about the cons? You you talked a lot about the, some of the pros. What do you well, think? What are some of the negatives or drawbacks of of being an well, expat? Well,
5: you know, one of the things of being an expat, you know, um, you know, one thing Corey touched about was, you know, you know, microwave uh, society. You know, sometimes you know, when you do travel, you're expected to get something right away, and, and it's not everywhere. You know, but certain places you're gonna have to be a little bit more patient. Um, you're gonna have to learn about some of the uh, 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 cultural uh, do's and don'ts when you get somewhere, you know, how to act because something that you might, you might think is the norm of being, you know, in America is might not be normal over there where, where whatever country you go to. Um, so that's something that you're going to have to get, uh, a, a reacqu- acquainted with. Um, definitely, you know, just, just, uh, you know, just getting, uh, uh, acclimated to just the different cultures, you know, but, you know, no matter where you go, eventually, you know, we ask you, you learn to adapt, you know, Um, a lot of the cons. I think everybody's touched on a majority of the cons. I really can't think of anymore. But um, you know, you know, I think this discussion here is definitely eye opening to a lot of people. You know, people need to hear this that you know there are other options out there than just being here. You know, and and, and like the the, palaf said, you know, look, truthfully, not everybody's people. Everybody cannot
1: leave. Right, right, you
5: know, trouble, yeah. you know, just, just, let's just be honest, truthfully, everybody cannot leave at the end of the day, Christ will be the one that will you know help us become a nation truly, you know mm-hmm. but 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 you know but if 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 you are tired and, and, and the most high gave you the earth to be your turf, you know huh. <laughs> you know, you know, you know the, yeah. that, the earth is my turf, you know so so. We we have this 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 for some reason this, this idea that you can't travel and live other places, you know. I, I've never read a scripture that I said, "Oh, you gotta stay in this particular place." Right. You know, when our when, when our ancestors they traveled, they they, they 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 went different places. They 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 knew the earth. They knew how to travel. Right. They 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 conducted businesses. You know, so for us for us as you know African Americans, you know, just black people. We've got to become acquainted with the idea. Of, let me travel a little bit more. Let me learn something. Let me let me let me travel abroad and see what's out there because that's, you that's never know. Of... You might get an opportunity that you have never had before right. in another country than you do doing your own in, in the country you were born into.
1: And and that's and that's that's facts like that's my that's been my one of the things i experienced you know what i'm saying having opportunities that i would not have had in the states and i want to say this you just said something that made me think about that but one of the reasons why we're having this conversation and we're talking about the things that we're talking about is because a lot of our people out of ignorance don't do things and we fear what we don't know and so because we don't know people who travel we don't know what it's like to travel like we just don't know. How many people you know that's actually went and traveled outside the country that you can sit down and talk to and get feedback that can tell you, hey man, when you go do this and do that. So because we don't have that, we don't even consider traveling. So yeah, we just know, want to you know, we want to inform you guys and and yeah, try yeah, to yeah, eliminate yeah. that 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 ignorance, that fear, or that doubt that may be there because you don't because of the unknown. So we're trying to help you know. So it's you know, true.
5: Yeah, because because to a lot of people, I'm an anomaly. You know, they're like, "Hey, brother, you 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 lived where for how many years?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I travel. I've, I've lived overseas." And, and then people are like, "What made you do that?" You know, well, listen, <laughs> again, you know, <laughs> the world is greater than just America. You know, right. you know, and, and we've got to understand. that look, you have got some people that you know, you got other nations that be like, "Man, listen, I don't ever want to go to America." My nation is is the best. You know what I'm saying. So, again, yeah. you know, we we continue to get acclimated like that. You know, I, I have a cousin of mine. He 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 moved overseas, and he'll tell you. Listen, I'm not stepping foot back in America. You know, he's like, I love it where I'm at. You know, because and and he's and he's had opportunities that, if he hadn't if he, if he hadn't traveled, he would have never had those opportunities. You know, to, to establish he's he was able to uh establish a farm where he's at, you know, buy buy a lot of acres of land, you know, and, and, and really become self independent and have a business, you know, just because he he just went off the women, just went and visited one a place and an the opportunity was there. he next thing you know, he's like, Oh, I'm here.
1: Right to right. go back. And so you know? and now and just just to give the flip side of that, right? Um I, I do know people who have worked, traveled, and lived abroad for over the last I don't know ten years maybe, and they you know and they 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 live in America, but they work overseas and they work overseas for months at a time, maybe a, a year or two at a time, and then they come back and they live in America and you know and this is a personal friends of mine who I've grown up with, and my man. Is not leaving America under no circumstance. He like listen, man, I don't care what you're talking about. I'm going back to it the- when it's all said I'm going back to the States. America is the greatest thing. In my experience. And he's been to, he's been to a lot of places. You know, He was in the military. Then he started working and His 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 opinion, his perspective, at least the last time we talked about it, I don't know today. Exactly. But the last time we talked about it probably a few years ago. He was like, man, listen, it, you know, it's cool going other places, but America is it. So for some people, so at the end of the day, you got to travel for yourself and really see, you know, this is our experience. Everybody's experience is not the same. Everybody's options are not the same. So just consider that. Now, I think uh, I want to go over to, um, let's see, let's go to Brother uh, Ayan. Brother Ayan, um, you. I think you have a, a somewhat unique perspective being traveled at, I think at a younger age, you, you know, you, were, you, well, okay. You traveled at a younger age. So what, what is, what would you say are pros and cons from your experience and your perspective?
6: Well, one of the major cons for me was having to adjust to a different culture. For me, that was extremely hard at first. Um, Typically, you know, in the normal, let's give an example, like in a normal uh, market all right? in a normal market, everybody's waiting in line, actually respecting the person in front of them and not cutting them and doing things of that sort. <laughs> and out here, where I particularly am now, they don't respect lines whatsoever. So right. it doesn't it doesn't matter if I have 10 items and you have 20. You feel entitled to getting to the front and fighting for your right to get to the cashier. And then, also, with that being said, the fact that they speak the language, the fact that they do all these other things that I am not capable of doing, you have to take a back seat to the yeah. culture to a certain extent. So, that for me in the beginning, just as a brief example, was a major con for me.
1: Right. Just the cultural difference and, and overcoming the cultural difference.
6: Absolutely. Yeah. But okay. also more more than anything is the simple fact that I came out here when I was 21 and I came out here alone. So I came out here with no family, no blood of my own on this continent. So when I came, I had friends and family that, you know, turned into family. They were family already. I already knew them and everything. But having being thrown into a whole situation to where you're relying on other people for your actual love and support was a whole different stance that a lot of people aren't able to take. Some people need that, you know, and you need to have a find find a community that will will love you and support you just like family, you know. So, in my opinion, that was a positive as well. All right, um, one of the also one another positive I actually seen was a simple fact that I am more free now than I've ever been. And I know a lot of these things that we're going to say are going to be repeated in multiple different ways. But you don't understand the amount of freedom you have until you come out here and you don't have to worry about the daily uh, hustle and bustle or the daily, uh, like, like uh, Brother Corey was saying, you don't have to worry about where the food's going to be next yeah, week or rat whether race. or not you can be able to have money, the rat race, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to have the money for next month or anything of this sort so those were eliminated with the simple fact that I had more, I had a greater ability to become more for myself outside of the United States than I was in the United States.
1: And, and once again, this is not necessarily going to be everybody's experience. This is his experience. Go go ahead and continue, bro.
6: Yeah, yeah, but um, basically that's all I was really going into. The simple fact that it was easier to become Established it, quote unquote, if you want to say easier outside of the United States for myself than it was for uh, uh, inside the United States.
1: Right on. So, and I mean, and there it is. So I mean, once again, we're, we're just giving you our experience, our perspective from our experience. Um, Now I'm going to go, I think, uh, Brother Anayan. I believe that you were even younger when you traveled, if I'm not mistaken. So, pros and cons f- from your experience.
4: Yeah, when I, when I first came out here, I was 19 years old. Uh, before I go into the pros and cons, I just want to touch just real briefly on people leaving America or everybody's not going to be able to leave America. And that's absolutely true because, number one, is just not prophesied that way. It tells you that it's going to be a remnant of people that actually leave America. Unfortunately, a lot of our people is so stuck on and uh, infatuated and fascinated with America that it's not even gonna come into their mind to leave until it's absolutely just too late. Uh, So to deal with the pros and cons, the, the number one pro that I have is that being an American citizen, whether you be black or white or, should I say, uh, pink or uh, brown, you are a commodity when you come over to the East. You come to the Eastern world in a lot of countries, especially on the African continent, you are the commodity because they will need you because you're a native English speaker. So basically, you are the commodity. So in certain jobs, that they will want to hire you for, being as though you know how to speak English. And just like other brothers said, it will also open up doors for you to where you may be able to start businesses as well. The second pro that I have is the quality of food. The food quality outside of America is 10 times better than America. A lot of places outside of America, you don't have to worry about GMO foods. Uh, even in Europe as well, from my understanding in Europe, they don't feed their people, you know, too many bad things in Europe, as far as things that have like, uh, you know, bad ingredients, like GMOs and things like that in their foods. The third thing I have is a sense of safety. And I know other people said this, but basically you don't have to worry about, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody that's on this line can attest to this that when you hear the police sirens, you turn around and look. Oh, and
7: hold, then
4: on, hold, head. Hold, hold on, man. Cause see, now I, I
1: was what? waiting. <laughs> you, you, you're in my thunder, <laughs> man. I got a whole story about that. And you about <laughs> to <laughs> you, hey, come, come on, live. man. It's too late. It's too late. Nah, I can't tell you. No, no we're we we not, we not, we not live. We're not live. This pre-recorded.
2: You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, okay. We
1: are not live. <laughs> right. I mean, come on, man. Stall me out, man. Don't, don't, you know what I'm saying? Leave me something. I'm going land. <laughs> Leave me something, brother. No, you know what? No, I, not, ahead, this is what you do to us. Listen,
4: this is <laughs> what you do to us every time. You go first and you be long with <laughs> it, you take everything I got to say.
1: All right. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to tell my story
4: anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but but basically, as soon as you hear, you know, the police cars, the little alarms or whatever, you turn around. And then you think to yourself and you laugh in your head, and, and you're going to say, you know, I'm, I'm not in America no more. The police sirens out here actually don't even mean that they're chasing anybody. It just means basically that they're trying to get through, tra- get through uh, traffic, sort of kind of how the, uh, the paramedics do it. So that's the what, third thing. Okay, the fourth thing is your money usually goes farther in other countries. The dollar is one of the strongest dollars, like Brother Palau said and Brother Kao said, is one of the strongest dollars. So when you go to a continent or a country where they may not be as advanced as America, your dollar will actually go very far. Um, You can probably live better than you were actually living in America with actually less money on top of that. Uh, You can feed yourself good, feed your family good, Uh, You can have a real good accommodation or a real good apartment set up for you and things like that. Let's see, the next one, you become more self-sufficient. Things that you probably wouldn't have done or never thought of doing when you was in the States, you would think of doing it when you get to the eastern side of the world because there's certain things that's just not convenient enough so where it'll have you begin to learn how to do certain things for yourself. And the last pro that I have is become a digital nomad. That's another thing that may come into people's minds. That's also a pro becoming a digital, excuse me, a digital nomad, which means basically becoming somebody that knows how to make money using the computer, basically. Whether it be that you buying Bitcoin and selling Bitcoin, whether it be that you become a freelancer when you're trying to start your own business on the internet. All right, so now I'm going to deal with the cons. The first kind I have is it's not as convenient as America. But for me, I would consider that actually a pro because just like Brother Corey said, we live in a microwave generation right now to where we want everything fast. But that's not how it was in ancient times, and that's not how it's going to be once everything go down. When everything go down, you're not gonna have cell phones, you're not gonna have telephones, you're not gonna have fast food restaurants, you're not gonna have uh, any type of delivery services. So that's actually a pro, but I named it as a con, because I know for most people, this will be considered a con. The next con I have is adjusting to the environment, like the water of whatever country you live in, even if it's bottled water that you're drinking, you have to adjust to the water. In certain places where you drink the water and you might be sick for a few days or up to two weeks just because you're not used to the water. And I got cultural dishes. So in certain places, certain foods that you may not be used to that you never ate before or a certain recipe that you never uh, had before, and it just won't sit well with your your stomach. And the last kind that I got is a language barrier. I know me myself. I don't have an anger problem, but sometimes I'm a little bit of a hothead. So, whenever it appears to be an altercation and then people start talking and it happens to be one of the people that, I, you know, that you know, that the altercation was, you know, went down with or whatever, and they start talking their own language, automatically I assume that they're talking about me or even if it's not just me, just period. It's, it's always a language that's what, barrier.
1: All, that's what all people with anger problems say.
4: But that's that was my last one
1: okay well and that was that was very informative though i think you, you touched on the you, you actually hit a few points that were not mentioned and you even stole uh part of my story but i'm still gonna tell my story anyway <clears throat> um uh i know brother sharp when I don't know if he, if he was so short. I don't remember, but brother, you saw Did we get to you? Did you give your pros and cons?
7: Well, I thought y'all was gonna skip me. I'm like, no,
3: no, no. Never
7: get no <laughs> these Long-winded brothers going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so, what's your pros and cons? I think you were relatively young um, when you came. Uh, yeah, I think I came about nineteen. And okay, so you, I think you, was, you and the brother of nine was the same age. So what, what? So what are your pros and cons coming in? At an early age like that, and up to now, just what what's your, what's your take on your or from your experience as far as the the pros and cons, the positives and negatives of being an expat? All
7: right. Uh, before I get into the pros and cons, I wanted to address something for the uh, brother that was with uh, Max. Uh, I think we kind of went over it. We didn't. We just passed it. He said the brother asked something about. Um, what to do if they start closing stuff up and stop letting people come into different areas. And I just wanted to um, touch on that before I go into the pros and cons, that we gotta be like, the Bible tells you, you gotta be like pilgrims on the earth. You you ain't gotta go to one area specifically and just stay there in that specific area. You can travel from place to place. If they closing some of these places down, then you just keep moving to where you want to, you know what I'm saying? It's possible. I I don't want nobody to be able to uh, come with excuses that they'll close stuff down because they will close it down, but it's still options out there. And then when you get to a certain place, it might be a way to get wherever you wanted to go. And and I mean, that's that's how it's gonna be till we see Zion. You know what I'm saying? Um, So to the pros and cons, Man, the pro. Uh I wasn't somebody that was frequent with having run ins with what you call twelve or the boys in blue or whatever you want to call them. I used to have to deal with them a lot, so I think you you become comfortable with not having to worry about living while black. You don't have to worry about you a black man, you just want to go to the store and get some chips, and that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? You got to deal with cops and all this shit. Probably get pulled out your car and all kinds of crazy stuff. You don't got to deal with that, and I think for me, that's one of the major pros that I fell in love with, right? And um, the wisdom of it, like when you when you come out, you start to learn different things because We don't realize how much we be lied to in America. How much they done told us certain stuff that ain't necessarily true. And I always like to push us back to what they teach you probably in about 10th grade, the word propaganda, which means information, especially of a based or misleading nature used to promote a political cause or point of view, right? And they use that a lot in America. And we, people talked about that with um, how they see the people, the little African kids with the big big bellies, see their bones or whatever, and they show this constantly on TV. Or they'll show places like Egypt, and they'll show the revolution that happened in 2011. they still showing it in 2019. You know what I'm saying? These things are called propaganda to keep you where you at to make you believe that America is the best. And I, what I, my point is, when you start to travel, you gain your wisdom on the different areas and then you get to experience the different things and see the different things that's been lied to even throughout the history books, right? Um, I think one of, another big crow is, as us being Americans, we are, majority of the time idolized in people's eyes, right? So...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean on that one.
7: They want to be us. So the thing is, it's going to be easy for me to come over here at 19 and become a,
1: a university
7: your... football coach.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know
7: what I'm saying? Or American football coach or a basketball coach or stuff I really wanted to do when I was growing up. That's what I wanted to coach basketball, coach football. So I was able to get into that field much easier because I was American and I have the know-how and I grew up with the sport, right? Because they have these people over here talking about you can take four or five steps on a dribble when you pick up your dribble. So they don't know what they're talking about. So to get somebody like us that's from America to start to coach and it's more easy because they idolize us, right? Um, I think the cons for me, is the it's the biggest cons, the culture shock, right? When you first come in, you try to learn the do's and don'ts and you see different things. Like, you know, we talked about the police, but you out here where I'm at right now, you don't really see the police like that, but they drive on these little bikes or motorcycles or whatever. And I ain't gonna say no names, but sometimes you might have to get on the back of it with them. <laughs> ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. Oh, so, man. man. Stuff <laughs> so, like that, man. You gotta be careful with. It. And yeah, but like Jan said, with the cutting in the lines and different little things, but you those things are really every kind of anybody that name. Is majority of stuff you can get over? The pros superseded so much that I don't see why not travel. But like Rob was saying, it's up to perspective because some people might get out and wanna go back to America. Like I will say, one of the con is you used to America, you used to dealing with your people, being able to go to sometimes, might not find, be in a country where they got uh, L.A. fitness with a basketball court where you can just go hoop on whenever you want to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And different things like that, I, I miss stuff like that. Uh, but for the most part, that's something I can get over too. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much it for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: I, after yeah. you finish up, I wanted to say something. I, okay, yeah. I,
1: I'm going to go to Brother Azan real yeah. quick. Oh yeah, because he came in, he had some uh some audio issues. Brother Zahn, um, <clears throat> I think you said you, you got everything straight. So, um, so yeah, coming back to you, what are pros and cons based on your experience of being an expat? Uh maybe he didn't get his audio for issues fixed. Brother Zahn, you there?
4: Okay.
3: Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, now nah, we can hear you now. There you go all right um, I, pretty much a lot of the polls have already been named but one thing I'd like to touch on is the uh, the awakening of your mindset when it comes to this truth because for me when I first touched down here uh, I got to notice a lot of the locals were trying to tell me about my true history and uh, for a while I would pretend like I ain't know just to hear what they say and they would tell us a lot of stuff that's Bible-based that I was learning as coming into this truth. And it was just mind-boggling. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was mind-boggling because you wouldn't hear that over in America. You, nobody focuses on that. Nobody speaks on that. They only take you back to the slave ship. And, I, and I'll never forget the day walking down the street, people just looking out the windows, and they just calling out Yehuda, Yehuda, Yehuda. So my ignorance, I'm asking people what that mean. They like, Judah, you 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 know who you are, you know where you really came from. I'm like, I'm American, my grandfather American, my great grandfather American. And they like, nah, don't don't the America don't really teach you who you are or your history. Welcome home, brother. And um, that was one of the major uh, pros for me with traveling abroad. Another thing is, I don't know if y'all touched on it or not, but just a simple way of living. Like if you come from a place where you're living in the projects or living in a, uh, low income housing and you actually travel, I know brother Corey mentioned a passport being like currency. And I know uh, brother Max was talking about how currency, how the American dollar is not the highest currency, but for some of these countries, it's a big um, difference from the way you were living to the way you're able to live now with that currency. And so... For example, like if you was living in a townhouse or whatnot, you come over here, you can get your own villa, you know, you can pretty much get your own land, start your own gardening and doing everything that you may not had access or the ability to do while living in America, living in, in that rat race. And um, I know some of the cons, um, pretty much, I pretty much mentioned all the cons that I faced as far as the language barrier and um, but networking, as far as the, the pros go back, to go back to the pros, networking is very big because you meet people, some of the locals, that can help you out with, like y'all said earlier, starting businesses and different things like that. But then you can also meet people that's from other countries that can give you connects to their land and their country and show you different ways on how you can uh, invest your money in certain things that you may not know, know that you could invest in. So there there's pretty much a lot of pros and cons, and I believe y'all touched on a lot of the things that I was gonna mention. So that's pretty much what I gotta say.
1: Okay, all uh, right, yeah. So um that's interesting. That's a very interesting uh experience that you had there. And but you know, like the, the scripture that um brother Palau stole from me, because just for the record, I I I was gonna go into Ecclesiastes chapter thirty-four, verse nine. And he stole the scripture, but... Hey, man, we know, don't
0: want mad, baby. We don't want to yeah,
1: <laughs> That don't make me feel no better about you stealing it from me. But anyway... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, from, you, you get you get a lot of wisdom in, in, from traveling, a lot of experiences, right? So, um, Brother Corey, you wanted to come in and say something. Now I want to ask you, can I tell my story first? Or do you want to say this before I go into my... little? Because just, I'm, I'm just going to give a couple of stories about my experiences. And it's going to kind of... A, com- it'd be a combination of all, a lot of things that you guys already said.
2: Um, either way you want to do it, I just wanted to say a couple of things that I didn't, that kind of came to mind that when brothers were speaking, I can actually wait till you're done. You're probably going to touch on it a little bit. I can wait till you're I, done. done.
1: Well, yeah, okay. So
0: That's a long way and go. <laughs> <Not,
1: laughs> it, it, it ain't going to be a long story. It's a couple of short stories, but just based on talking about experiences uh, overseas, right, and it really kind of speaking to the the- ment- The mentality that or the, the mental programming that we suffer growing up in the United States, because i don't care how humble you think you are there's a degree of arrogance that is instilled in us as being Americans, and you know I think it was, it was a comedian patrice O'Neill, he made a, a joke about it how you know you go to another country and you get upset when they don't speak English, you know and you're like, man, these foreigners are getting in my nerve when you're the foreigner. So that's one thing to keep in mind. If you travel to another country, you have to share this mentality of everything's supposed to be done the way it's done in America. You know, we're, 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 we have an NBA team, we have a, a, a football team, a, a league, I'm sorry, a National NBA Association League, we have an international Football League, and they play all these teams within the United States, but when they win the championship, they're the world champions. When you didn't play, Teams outside of of that nation You're not national champion, you're world champion So this is is uh, an example Of the psychology That we have brought into As being Americans, right So I'm I'm in a foreign country I'm walking down the street Right And I hear the siren, the police siren Like Brother Nyan talked about And as soon as I hear the police siren Where I'm from, where I grew up at when I hear police sirens that close to me, that means that the police are coming after me for whatever reason. So I'm I'm walking down the street. I hear the police sirens, and I get uh, immediately I get frustrated. I said, "Man, this is unbelievable! I'm in a foreign country, and the police are still singling me out." So you know, I turn around to see what they want, and not only were the police not after me or, or, or trying to get my attention with the siren, there were no police. This was a regular car and they just put sirens on their car because in, in, in that particular country, uh, they, they don't have uh, regulations, I guess, or the, there's a lack of enforcement of these regulations if they exist on the type of modification you can make to your car. So you know, like in, in LA or Cali, they have the 16 switches with it. You know, these people might have 16 horns on their car, 16 different types of horns. So one of his horns was a siren. And he just had it just for fun. But, and I realized in my mind, I said, wow, like I'm really mentally scarred. Here it is. I just assumed that the police were after me before I even looked. and I didn't realize how mentally scarred I was, right? Another example dealing with cultural differences and the mentality that we have to kind of shed coming from the united states i go to the store right one day i I go to the store i'm getting caught i've been i've been in the country i don't know maybe a month maybe less than that probably less than that i go to the store and when i get to the store the store clerk you know he speaks i speak you know uh and i'm walking i'm just looking just you know checking out the store i'm I'm, you know i'm I'm American, I got this USD, I know my my currency is strong here, you know, so I'm feeling comfortable. I want to see what they got, spending a little money. So as I'm going through the store looking, I'm noticing the dude is following me around the store. And I'm getting agitated because here it is. I done came all the way overseas and I'm being racially profiled. This man think I'm gonna steal out his store. He followed me around the store, think I'm gonna steal out his store, you know. And this is really getting on my nerves. But I'm in a foreign country, so I don't wanna, you know, jump fly either. Because keep in mind, that's another thing you gotta remember. When you go to another country, you better know the laws. Because every country don't have the same laws we have. You know, a lot of countries you don't have the freedom of speech. And I've seen I've seen European Americans come to a foreign country. And not realize that they don't have the freedom of speech and start dealing with talking political stuff in a coffee shop. And before he finished his conversation, the authorities was deporting him out the country. So don't forget that. So anyway, I'm in this store Dude follow me around getting frustrated, but I can't act that I don't want to, you know, whatever. And so then another a lady comes in the store. She's a local. And then I notice the same guy starts following her around the store. And at some point I realized I, I'm watching the interaction between them and, and I realized, man, hold on, he wasn't following me around the store if he thought I was going to steal. This is how they provide customer service. He wanted to be right there next to me. So whenever I found what I wanted, if I had a question about how much it cost, because everything doesn't have a price tag on it. So he was just trying to provide good customer service. He wanted to be right there when I needed something. And I took it as though he was following around the store. If he thought I was going to steal something different culture, take the time to learn the culture. Right. Um, one, one other thing, just about, and this is about the mindset about leaving the States, right? Um, kind of tying into what a brother nine talked about finding different avenues and different ways to earn income. I'm working on lot, I found some online work, right? And we did a, a mass, uh, like a group interview. So I meet some people that's gonna be working for the same company. And this one lady, she's Nigerian, but she's from Germany. I believe. And and I think I told the story on a different podcast, but she was getting her doctorate so she was going to she was getting her doctorate from a, a university in Louisiana and she's she's traveling back and forth between Louisiana and Houston. And she talked about and I asked her, you know, being from I'm like, okay, you you you're Nigerian, you live in Germany, like is it racist in Germany and stuff like that and find out how many it's a whole it's a large community of African people or brown skinned people in Germany that you don't see on TV, but they're there. And she was saying, yeah, you know, there's racism there. Uh, You know, they may make things a little more difficult, give you a hard time and stuff like police might message you more than they do their, you know, their own people. She said, but they're not killing people like they're doing in in the state. This is two, three years ago, maybe longer. Right. And she's like, but in America, like they just killing And this is her words. They're just killing black people like roaches. That was her words. And she said, and they won't leave. She said, I don't understand. Why won't they leave? And I'm like, man, listen, because of the psychological number that's been played on their brain, they just think America's the best thing since sliced bread. And leaving is just a ludicrous idea. And she was just, she's like, man, listen, when I get my doctorate, I'm out. You know and when we talk about a Nigerian grew up in Germany is in America, so she's been all over the world, different parts and experienced different things travel she saying listen, America' cool, she likes it, she enjoys she you know she she's on the scene she's going you know going all the in the culture and all this other stuff, but she getting out of there once she finishes her school because she like man, it's, her words they're killing black people like roaches, and they won't leave that they blew her mind. And I, I didn't have an answer for because I talked to my people, they think that you know they talk all it, but when I saw my leaving, oh no, that's that's just out of the question. So, you know, just wanted to give you some 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 of my experience dealing with culture, uh, pros and cons. I don't think it's really anything I'm gonna say that hasn't been said already. Um, but definitely the 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 health aspect, you know, your body's gonna have to adjust to different uh germs and, and viruses and stuff like that. so a lot of people do get stomach viruses when they go to foreign countries that's part of the process but definitely you know um be aware of that stuff that the type of medical treatment you're going to receive where you are um currency you know know how you're going to earn a living you know um but that, that's pretty much it so brother Corey, you had some things you had thought about that you wanted to add
2: Yes, sir. Uh, one of them you kind of touched on a little bit, but I want to go a little deeper into it. Uh, so basically, one of the realizations that I came to as well, uh, a couple of the brothers mentioned, and I think it was Brother Yassai and definitely Brother or I, was the psychological aspect. Like, this is a pro for me, the, the healing process that some of us went through, whether we realize it or not living outside of the country. I think that living inside of America, you don't really realize how damaged you are psychologically and subconsciously. You don't really realize that you're operating in survival mode. You're operating in a mode of survival. You're not living, you're operating in a mode of survival. So I'll give you a similar situation to Brother Rai, and then I'll explain a little bit deeper. So I remember I was walking down the street one day, I think I was going to get some fruits or something like that. And in the States, you know, somebody walks up too close to you, you turn it around automatically. And I remember a few times, I'll be walking down the street, I'm going somewhere, maybe it's to get some fruits and veggies, you know, going about my day, and somebody would get too close and I would turn around almost in a ready to fight, type of stance you know like like ready to turn around and 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 punch somebody in the face type deal and I look and everybody else behind me just going about their day and I'm like man what's wrong with me like and, and, and then finally one day it clicked it's like I've been I've been uh I've been trained this way like I've been mentally conditioned to think that every time somebody come up too close behind me that they're either trying to rob me or somebody's trying to jump me or whatever. This is just the way it is because of the neighborhoods we come from and the society we're in. So PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Post-traumatic uh, stress, uh, post-traumatic, set, uh, post-traumatic set, uh, stress, excuse me. So um, here's where it got kind of funky for me. So I, I, I finally come to that realization and I'm like, okay, I'm getting over this now. I could walk down the street. I don't have to look over my shoulder every two seconds. If I hear police sirens, I ain't really tripping. You know, on this side of the world, too, sometimes during a wedding, somebody might shoot some blanks, you know, in your mind, you know, in the States, you hear a gun, you, man, somebody dead. And you turn on the eternal news, such and such has been shot down in this area. You'd be like, yeah, I heard the gunshots. Over, on this side of the world, you know, a little bit different, but... Here's where it got funky for me. When I started traveling back to the States, I realized that I had to shift my mind back into a predator mode in order for me to survive. I couldn't walk, I couldn't leave the airport with my guard down the way that I could walk the streets on the other side of the world with my guard down. I couldn't operate in the same manner. I had to think. In a, a predator mindset in order for me to not be preyed on what do I mean, by thats the, so
1: true. That's very true.
2: Yeah. So, I, so I,
1: I, I experienced that same
2: thing. Ex- exactly, especially coming from the neighborhoods that we come from like I have to shift my mindset, for example, and let me give you let me explain to the people. So Living on this side of the world, I've been fortunate enough to live in a place where I could, if I want to, in many regards, I could leave my shoes outside my door. I could go to the store. I might drop possessions. Somebody will chase me down and bring it back to me. I've been in places where I've seen people put down $1,000 phones in, in, a, in a public place and nobody touching the phones, you know. And, 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 and in some places, you might be able to be able to see with your door open in, in a lot of ways. But when I go back home, it's like, oh, man, I got I, I to I make sure I put my wallet in a certain place. Oh, I got to make sure that, you know, watching my back. Okay, I can't walk around with a certain amount of money. Okay, um, yeah, don't go down this street at night uh, at 10 o'clock, man. Got to be from around this area. Or if I'm going around here, I got to make sure that I got some legal protection on me. Like all of these different things. You get what I'm saying? I got to take all these different precautions. Whereas on the other side of the world, I could just leave my house and be free. And that's where I realized that this is not a a place for me to be. I already had the realization, but I realized how damaged and how sick we are mentally in order for us to live in that place. In order to live in that place, you had to be sick mentally. You had to adapt. Whether you're the oppressor or the person being oppressed, you are psychologically ill, whether you realize it or not. So that was one of the things I wanted to mention. The mm-hmm. second thing was um, another pro, you know, where brothers talked about their dollar and things like that going further. Um, as Brother Kayao mentioned, it is a fact that there are between eight to 10 other currencies that are stronger than the American dollar. For example, the Kuwaiti dinar, Jordanian dinar, the Euro, the British pound, the Swiss franc, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you have the Bahrainian dinar, so forth and so on. But I remember being fortunate enough, and this is coming from somebody as a youth coming up in the hood. There have been times in which I, me and my family didn't have a place to lay our heads. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we had to sleep in our car, whatever. Uh, actually, multiple times as a young child. I remember being third, fourth grade, having to go to school, and we we sleeping out of our car. So it was a, it was a challenge but coming on to this side of the world, it's been times in which I've been able to take a six-month, seven-month break from work voluntarily and not go a day without eating, not go a day without my bills being paid, not go a day with uh, me wondering if my light's going to get turned off. Me actually thinking to myself, if I want to do this for the whole year, I can, and I still won't be financially strained. And I know personally, from personal experience, had I been in the States, in the same predicament, I would have been out on the street in oh. one month's time with a cardboard box and a oh. cup begging for change. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's a couple of things I want to put out I, there. I
1: want to say this too, though. I just, want, just to make sure we put everything in perspective. Understand that, you know, like the brother talked about being in a position to where he can take off work for X amount of time and, and not go without anything. You know, I, had, I explained to my friend, <laughs> I remember one year I went travel, I traveled back to the States and, uh, you know, my money was not, you know, my money was tight. So it took all the money I had to get to the States to buy me a round trip ticket, me and my family. So when I came back, I was coming back with no money and I wasn't going to be able to start working for about a month and a half, about a month or maybe, I don't know how about a month and I wasn't going to be able to pay my rent for about a month and a half or two months or something like that. And I was telling my friend, I said, man, listen, the stress that you have living in, it's, it's hard to live in America. People don't realize that. You know, I'm going back to a country where I'm not going to work, and they're not going to put me. I have a wife and children. They're going to say, well, when you get the money, pay us the money. And that's exactly what happened. I went back broke, and it's like, you know, when you get the money, pay give me the money. And so when I, as I got paid, I paid, you know, one month, one month one month rent or maybe half a month's rent. Then the, the next time I pay like a month and the next time I pay a month and a half and the next time a month and a half or something until I got caught up. But it was, you know, but he was like, man, I can't even have this conversation with you because if the people I'm renting an apartment from find out I'm $5 short, I'm out. You know, so you know, it's it's a lot more stress, but I want to, I want to put things in perspective. Everywhere you go is not like that. You know, everywhere you go is not safe. It, it It's so many different things, but for us, one thing that we all have in common is that we believe in the most high God. We try to pattern our life after Christ and we trust in him and we are under his grace and his protection. So a lot of the experiences that we have is all honor and glory be to the most high God, because that's really what allows us to be in the position that we're in. Cause everybody don't have the same experience. I've seen people come to the country where I'm at and, and, got to their hotel room, before they got to the place where they were sleeping, everything was gone. I'm telling them, they lost their passport, all their luggage and everything. Now, it was being, you know, kind of silly, but, you know, they, they just left all this stuff with the taxi driver and got out to go get a pizza from the pizza shop, and the guy drove off with everything. But I've seen it happen. And I know I was actually talking to a friend of mine today that's from Venezuela, and he was saying, listen, man, you go to Venezuela and they find out you're a foreigner, you're going to get robbed before you leave the airport. They're going to lose all your luggage. You're going to never get that back. And if you got money on you and they find out, they'll send, they, they'll send their friend as a taxi driver. He's going to rob you. So, you know, it's, he's like, man, if certain place you go, you got to have a local with you. So, I mean, it's very important that you do your research, but more important that you have the Most High, the Holy Spirit, and Christ, you know, with you when you travel to guide you and keep you and all that. So, because I don't want anybody to, to take our experience and say, oh, well, I'm going to travel and be safer. Everywhere is not safer you know, it, it, it's it's a lot of factors into it, but this was his personal experience. This was my personal experience. These were these brothers' personal experience. One other thing I keep forgetting, I'm glad I remember this is I want to say, we talk about the brothers and brothers and brothers. We know sisters, we know women that have traveled without, you know, uh, a husband. And it's a lot more issues that we got to get some sisters to come on and talk about but it's a lot there's a lot of things that go into traveling as a woman because a lot of countries uh, outside of america don't have the same regard for women so traveling as a woman there's a lot of other precautions a lot of other things you have to be concerned with you know um and so you know, I guess that that's something else we can go into. I would much rather have a sister on to speak from personal experience, but just from what I've seen, you know, in certain countries, you know, women will get assaulted, uh, um, groped, and just taken advantage of because they're women. So that's something you definitely got to consider. You know, so you like you got to do your homework. You got to pray. You got to fast. You got to seek guidance from the Most High, and wherever you want to go. So people, you know, people say, "Where are we supposed to go?" and all this stuff, you know, we're we're trying to inform you and give you uh, information and and make it, is you as aware as aware as aware as possible based on what we know of our experiences. But at the end of the day, just just I want to put this on the record. Don't ask me. Ask G O D. Um, I think is this brother chaotic that came back in because you you had um you had, I don't know if you had some technical issues or what, but I see somebody called in. Who is this?
0: Oh, no, that's me. I had called in a... Uh, um, oh, okay, I had All right. yeah. okay,
3: brother. But I do oh, want to okay. say
0: something though. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it is, it is, it is some 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 petty some, some some petty theft, you know what I'm saying, and, outside of America, yeah, you know what I mean. It, it's not, it's not to the degree as 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 because America is very very crime relevant, you know what I'm saying, but it things is very different outside of America, but. You do got crime all around the world. Don't, don't, we're not, we not saying it's, it's all flowers and, 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 and black and white outside the country. Nah, it's, it's crime everywhere, but it's not to the degree as America is. It's not to that degree. Just wanted to put that out there because we definitely experienced, you know what I'm saying, a lot of petty stuff, you know what I'm saying, took place in other parts of the world, but, but definitely, though. And I, and I definitely like, um, Court of witness of this man, you do have to adjust to, to eating things. I was, I was down for about a whole week when, when we had travel outside the country. <laughs> that yeah. was down for about a week, man.
2: I had it, already it, it went through like it, so that. I I was good. Like, I, I went through it years back, so I was telling him, I was able to tell him, like, how it was gonna be and how you're gonna have to adjust to it. You know what I'm saying? It's more so a thing that happens with people when they leave the West and go East. You gotta make a uh, what, how would I say, uh, a microbe adjustment in your, your, <laughs> you know, a microbe adjustment in your, 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 your gut, if you will, you know, you have good microbes and bad microbes, and your good microbes got to be introduced to some of the bad microbes that might be in some of the water or some of the food on the other side of the world. So your body can build up a natural defense against certain bacterias and, and fungus and, and, Things like that that might be in the water consistently or the food consistently, so that's something yeah that I could definitely vouch for and say you know that that did happen, you know what I'm saying right right,
1: all right, so um we we touched on a array of topics uh we started off dealing with you know the climate in America right now going on with you know the police brutality that's being televised um and you know, what's going on there. So I want to get final thoughts and then we're going to close out. So final thoughts on what's going on in America, the climate in America, um, solutions, possible solutions. And just, I don't know, whatever you want to say concerning the whole situation, man. You know, any advice, any wisdom, anything you want to say, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go Azan, uh, Ayan, Palau, Brother Yassad, Brother Nayan, and then Brother Corey. So, brother on final final thoughts, man. Just words of wisdom. Anything you want to drop on us? It can be long, it can be short. Just you know, just
2: you got it. For we can work it out we we'll love a warm bed we we'll love some warm bread and we'll shelter from the storm dread and we can work it out mother nature feeds all in farming and drought tell those selfish in ways not to share us out what's a tree without root lion without a lie without truth. you hear me out Africa must wake up you sleeping sons of Jacob for oh, what tomorrow may bring may a better day come they start Yesterday we were can you tell me young ones, who are we today? Yeah, Lord, well, Africa must wake up, you sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring, make some more love come. Yesterday we were kings, I tell you young ones.